guys, welcome back to the Simply Introspective podcast. My name is Emma Nixie, your host, and right now I'm currently practicing really good social distancing and really great quarantining. <laughs> yeah, I am in my room at my desk with a vitamin C drink in one hand and a coffee mug in the other, and my room is just completely exploded with all the boxes and bags that I've brought home from college. And as you guys have probably known, this is a pretty wacky Wednesday, I'd called it. Um, <clears throat> I am back at my house prematurely, as I'm sure almost every college student in America is. Bless the ones that can't. Um, but I digress. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to be doing a couple segments just to kind of liven things up a little bit and then head on into the meat of the podcast, which I know you guys are all kind of wanting a little bit um, of updates on. So yeah, here are the segments of this episode. So I want to get into some highs and lows. And again, as I've talked about in my other first official episode, I've done highs and lows with my youth group ever since I was in seventh grade. So I think it's something that's really important to me just to kind of check in with myself, with all of you, let you know how I'm feeling about everything. So I'll start out with my low. Obviously, you guys probably would have a little inkling as to what the low is. So again, I will save that into the meat of the episode, um, keeping it quarantined, I think I'm going to call it. Um, but for my high, honestly, I wasn't expecting to go home this early, but it's kind of nice in a way. I don't really know how to explain it. I think with everything going on, it's just nice to have a stable place where like you know, I know where everything is. I can take a shower without wearing shower shoes. I, I mean, I have my own room. I'm kind of, I feel safe. I can work on everything I need to get done. Um, but honestly, besides that, <laughs> it kind of really ends there. I have a couple of brands that I'm actually working with. I currently got into the Statusphere Influencer Network, which I am super, super pumped about. And you've probably seen a couple of posts and stories of me talking about it. So pretty much what that is, is I am in this network and I get sent a box of products to choose from every month that I feel like I would enjoy or that I would like to review. I pick those out, they send them to me, I do what they require me to do. And that in turn allows me to try out these products for you guys and to recommend them to you. So it is absolutely a dream. This is something that I've kind of been wanting to get into more forever just to practice literally what I'm preaching as an advertising major and just working with content creation. I know I'm far from perfect, but honestly, that kind of pumps me up for how much I'm going to improve with the coming tasks that I'm given. And I've also been selected to do a post on the influencer um, essentials kit for spring which is huge I honestly didn't think I would get it so pretty much what that is is they put a box together of a bunch of goodies and necessities that they send out to the content creators to do a post on so you will also see that in the coming month probably around end of March beginning mid-April um, we'll see how everything happens, but yeah, for the rest of the time being, I guess I'm home. <clears throat> yeah, so that's pretty much my high. Also, another thing that I'm excited about is I'm actually getting my job back. I'm not going to go into too much detail, um, but the job I've had throughout high school, like 
there was just a whole thing that happened with that. Nothing like too big, nothing bad, but I'm going today to fingers crossed get rehired, especially in this climate because it does have to do with the elderly population. So I'm just praying and hoping that, you know, everything goes smoothly. I'm sure there will be a lot of different precaution and measurements I'll have to take with that job for the time being. But honestly, any way to make money for myself, I am all on board for. And I've worked there for almost three years. So the consistency is there and I just don't really see the need to find another job right now. So yeah. So on to our what's the buzz segment. I need to have like little jingles for each segment. And honestly, you know, what else has the news lately been but the coronavirus? And, you know, this thing has kind of blown up, not out of proportion, but just like in big proportions. You know, obviously we can't be too safe. You know, I'm inside, I'm practicing social distancing, I'm practicing not being quarantined because I'm not sick, but just, you know, staying away from big crowds. Like if I have to eat, like my mom and I went through the Chick-fil-A drive-through yesterday, like no touching, all the stores are closed. Um, at earlier hours, all the restaurants and fast food chains are starting to, you know, only offer takeout. And personally, I think that's a good thing because in those types of places where a lot of people are in and out fast, you know, that's kind of a good thing to be worried about. Um, but in terms of news, I guess the news that I can speak more clearly on just because I'm kind of experiencing it right now is the fact that all the universities are closing and transitioning to online classes. So about that, I, for me personally, I started out this semester taking half my classes online and half my classes in person. So I do have, you know, experience with the online classes, but you know, there's a reason that I chose to have certain classes in person and that was to get, you know, the intimacy of a classroom setting. If I had a question right then and there, you know, I wouldn't forget it. I would just ask it and to be able to go to the teacher after class and ask a question. And obviously, like, we're such in a day and age where, you know, email exists and I currently have like a Slack profile with my classroom. So obviously, teachers are a lot easier to get a hold of, but, you know, for children, well, children and, you know, college students and high school students that struggle with the online format, like, I just feel for them and I'm kind of half in it too because I wasn't expecting to have all of my classes online. You know, I did have online just because it allowed me to have a more lenient schedule for things, but I appreciate having the structure of, you know, having to wake up for class and then afterwards I feel so productive because I gave myself ADMs this semester, so, and I still have to go, you know, wake up at ADM because that's when my Zoom conferences are, but, you know, like, it's, it affects how the classes are being done and I just feel for, you know, the art majors, you kind of have to be there and, like, actually do the thing and acting majors and, all the STEM majors that have to have labs and things like that. Like, I just can't even imagine, you know, the toll that it puts mentally mentally and emotionally. I tried to put those two words together. But for me personally, I had an oral presentation for those two classes that went online. So I don't know what's going to happen. And there's actually, I personally go to the University of Florida. So there's been a petition going around to make the classes a pass-fail option, which I think is nice just because 
in these times where everything is unexpected, I don't think we should expect students to be 100% in the best state of mind, especially since some students just don't work well online. Like that's just point blank. Maybe they have like a learning disability. Maybe they don't have access to Wi-Fi. Like maybe they're not in the best home setting. They have to care for people. You know, they're not making money. So honestly, anything we can do to make the students more comfortable comfortable with the environment that they're in, I am completely all for. And I think that should be a necessity at this point because you just never know. Each student is so different on a case-by-case basis. And I think now more than ever, like we just can't, like there's only amount, there's only so much stability you can provide like with all this going on. And I think now's the time for a more flexible kind of process in dealing with this. So yeah, I don't really know when I'm going to go back up to get the rest of my stuff, but I guess we're advised as of right now. I'm recording this on Wednesday and I'm probably going to be posting it on Wednesday. So as of right now, you know, I'm home. They're going to release a statement for my school personally saying, you know, what to do if you left, but you still have things in your dorm room and Believe me, I tried to take as much home as I could just because I just have so much stuff in my room and I just wanted to organize it and just get it home. But now it's like, you know, I mean, another thing is like all the last, like I didn't even realize like, oh, you know, last, not last week because last week was, well, actually, no, two weeks before was spring break. But the last week before, like I didn't know that would be the last time I would step into the classroom like I didn't know it would be like last time eating at the sorority house like I didn't know that it would be the last time you know packing things and getting out of my dorm like next year I'm in an apartment so I'm no longer going to be living on campus and it just kind of hit me this morning I was like geez and obviously my experience pales in comparison to the seniors like not only college seniors but like you know high school seniors they're gonna miss their prom they're gonna miss graduation But, like, college students, obviously, that's kind of on a bigger scale here. Like, you put so much time and effort and money to get, like, you know, the scholarships and the GPA needed and you're passing, trying to pass all your courses, especially if you're in a program that, like, requires a whole bunch of stuff, like, and not even being able to walk. Like, that's insane. But, obviously, like, it's all for a reason and it's for a good reason. It's to protect us all. Like, honestly if this was going on and like they still have the graduation like I don't think a lot of people would show up and obviously there's a lot of memes being made about all of this stuff which is a whole nother topic on its own that I will get into I'm just more talking about how everything has affected me what I've seen in the news and I've consumed a lot of news this past couple of days I'm sure everyone has so I'm just kind of giving my two cents and pretty much agreeing with everything that's going on. If you're going to the beach and you're doing all these things in public when you really don't have to, like that, come on guys, like that's so dumb. (laughs) Like I get it, obviously we need to go to the grocery store. Obviously we need to go, you know, visit family maybe to check up on them or, you know, give things to people or maybe we need to like get food or like necessities, go to the pharmacy, but like guys, if you're going, like, I saw so many people yesterday celebrating St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Ugh, I can't even talk. Like, guys, that is so counterintuitive and so dumb. Like, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, y'all are the reason 
that they're extending the amount of quarantine to eight weeks because it's a 14-day incubation period. And then that's when it starts to show. You don't even know, like, how long it'll take for you to heal. So all these people going to beaches, I saw this meme on Twitter that showed all these people at Clearwater Beach, which is pretty close to where I live, like, not far at all. And people were saying, like, oh, that's not us, like, that's tourists, no one goes to Clearwater Beach. But, like, it's kind of like that. Like, just don't go if you don't have to be there, you know? Like, people are dying. Like, my brother is so much more at risk than me. My grandparents, so much more at risk than me. Like, I'm, I'm trying not to see my grandparents, even though I want to. And I'm trying to stay away from my brother because his immune system has been compromised in the past so you know like we all just have to do our part and if you're not it's just it just shows how selfish you are and I really hope that something just hits you the right way to where you can be like oh you know like probably shouldn't do that so yeah also <laughs> everything's canceled so like where do you have to be like come on guys just stay inside all my school events have been canceled all my club events have been canceled sorority events like just stay inside. Like, all that's happening for a reason. <laughs> also, one last thing I want to discuss, just for me personally, to put it out there because, you know, it is my podcast and I can talk about it, is just for me, academically, personally, I have been struggling with whether I want to drop a class right now. And I'm sure a lot of students, obviously, in college face that, but I'm not used to that. You know, I have prided myself in having an A, B average throughout my high school career and especially like college fall semester hit me pretty hard and it just was absolutely insane and I kind of put myself through this because I took I'm taking an unnecessarily hard class that I probably could have waited to take but nothing else would have really prepared me for it and the only way I like did supplements for it kind of to help me was in this building and that building is closed and that's where I can get like the paper copy of the packet that helps guide us through the lesson and so now I'm having to do this online and I'm honestly so scared because like it's that's like a hundred pieces of paper that I just can't afford to print and yeah you know kind of freaking out about that thoughts and prayers would be definitely appreciated because I don't know how I'm gonna do this but that's a side note and that is completely like personal to me so just to let you know, like, guys, this affects everyone. This isn't just me. And obviously, I pale in comparison to, like, the effects, like, obviously compared to immunocompromised people, compared to college and high school seniors. Like, I know my place in this, and I'm lucky that I'm home with suitable internet access and, like, resources. Some people don't. Some people don't have Wi-Fi. Some people don't, you know aren't able to get necessities because people keep hoarding things like toilet paper like guys I thought people would be going for the hand sanitizer I thought people would be going for like the canned goods why are we going for the toilet paper like I just anyways um but yeah guys just be smart be generous you're not the only human obviously your problems and feelings are extremely valid but just use that put that into perspective and realize oh shit, I'm not the only one thinking this way and I'm not the only one who has this problem. So, you know, just keep it balanced.
is all I'm going to say and do with that what you will. But you, you guys matter and your feelings matter. And that's all I have to say about that. Guys, I just had a sneezing fit. And I'm telling you, these allergies have come at such an inconvenient time. Because when I sneeze, everyone looks at me, even though I'm alone in my room right now. And I'm just like, guys, I just have really bad allergies. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to make light of the situation. But moving on, um, I posted an Instagram story asking you guys to send me in podcast topic recommendations. And a lot of it was centered around the current situation going on. So I'm just going to kind of read through them and give, you know, my thoughts about how it applies to this situation. So... Yeah, the first one is Christ. And that is something I've been trying to myself kind of work through because, you know, I am a Christian and I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. And I kind of, I'm not struggling, but I'm just kind of trying to understand more like the how and why this is happening and what this means for us as a human race. And obviously I'm a little bit more calm about this just because I've kind of learned over the past couple years to just give things to God. You know, obviously this is not really happening for like a reason, but like I have reason to give my fears to God, if that makes sense. And just lean on my faith, lean on people who, you know, put out their faith and just comfort and lean into that and read into the word and just talk to God, like just talking to him, getting, you know, my fears out, processing those things. I think that's kind of what I've been doing even this past year in college. Like I've talked to a couple people about this. Like I'm just learning to find God more and more in the everyday little moments And those little moments are so important because the mundane matters. And so even if you're like, you know, sitting doing schoolwork and you're just like, hey, God, like just thinking about you, like, you know, just praising him. Like if you're, you know, out running food, just praying, like just the little things build up and matter so much than like feeling like you have to have this full on seance, you know, in robes and like you know, having a little altar, like, it, it's when, you know, you don't expect people to be faithful is when it really matters most. So I'm just doing the best I can. I think everyone is a little freaked out by this and obviously whatever comforts you in a productive way, you know, go for it. But for me personally, I'm just leaning on faith and I'm just praying that, you know, a solution comes and, you know, that's really all we can do right now is just pray and, you know, work with science to come up with a tangible solution that will heal people. And my dad's a doctor. Obviously, he's not a surgeon or like a nurse in a big hospital, but, you know, he's helping people. And I just, you know, I pray for him. I pray for my mom, who's a school teacher, who has to figure out how to do, you know, online school for her second graders. And yeah, I'm just praying for everyone. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for my brother, my sister. She's a high school, well, she's a junior, but she's going into community college full-time, so it's kind of like she's leaving high school. So I just pray for her, you know, just keeping, you know, the thought of God in mind throughout this is pretty much what I'm trying to say. So that's how I've been kind of looking at Christ and faith throughout this whole thing. 
So the next one is how to keep yourself productive and taking care of your physical and mental health at home. So I can talk about the mental health, can't really speak on the physical <laughs> health because guys, I've been slacking and obviously being suggested to stay at home, like there's not really much you can do. Obviously there's online workouts and like yoga that you can do, but guys, I just like, I just simply haven't looked. So I'm going to talk about the mental aspect of it and you know, maybe we'll get to the physical later. Probably not. But anyway, so how I've been keeping myself productive, I think this is like the third day. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, Tuesday is Tuesday and Thursday, I have my what would be like quote unquote in-person classes. Obviously, they switched to online. So we have them through Zoom, which if you don't know, is kind of like it's like FaceTime, but like more academic slash you can do it with a bunch of people at the same time. And there's usually a teacher that kind of leads everything. So that's what I've been doing. So I I am kind of fortunate in that my teacher makes the Zoom lectures the same time. Like she does it live. She doesn't record it. She makes it the same time as when my classes usually would. So here I am in my own bed waking up at like, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock to maybe get dressed, maybe you know, maybe brush my hair, make a cup of coffee for sure, and walk over to my desk and have my notebook out ready to take notes. Like, and same thing at 1040, she comes back because I have the same professor for two of my classes and she does the same exact thing. And it's like I'm in class, but it's just from home. So I honestly appreciate that because then I can pull out my planner for the week and be like, okay, like, I have this time blocked off for my class and that time blocked off for my class. And even if your teacher doesn't do that, like, make it that way. If your teacher pre-records the lectures, like, make that time that you would be in class, that class time, and then take notes, you know, do the lecture, whatever it is you have to do. Obviously, I'm just speaking from my personal experience, so I don't know how the different majors, other majors besides mine work, but that just makes your time feel so much more productive and valuable because I think, I, because I think, excuse me, when you're working from home or if you're doing schoolwork from home, it's so easy to just push it to the side and, you know, feel sad about it because, you know, the time you would have spent getting ready or the time you would have spent walking to class or like seeing your friends, you're just sitting in your room or your house. So it doesn't, it makes your time feel, feel less valuable. I'm just, I'm so excited to be talking about this. Um, so I'm going really fast. I need to slow down. So making your time feel valuable, whether that be doing an at-home workout, if it's doing a craft, if it's getting ahead in a class that you now have more time to do, you know, just fill up that time with productive things that's going to improve your mental health and going to improve your physical health maybe because obviously we're limited with that to our house. Um, and even emotionally, if you can spend time with an animal because you know, dogs can't get sick or transmit, I guess, is what I'm hearing in the news. So spend time with your animals if you have one. And obviously, we live in a generation where technology is so accessible. I think right now, that's the thing that's saving our mental health. Right now, obviously, if you use it in the right way, FaceTime a friend, call a friend, you know, get on group FaceTime. Obviously, the interaction you get with your professors if they're doing Zoom lectures is inadvertently healthy for you because you're seeing people and you're interacting and you're talking about things that are engaging your mind. So just kind of take that with a grain of salt. If you have relatives that you can't visit, FaceTime them. Like I could FaceTime my grandparents. I could FaceTime my brother. 
So just thinking about those little ways that um, even though you're at home, you can make it into a place that is so full of productivity and life and things that energize you. Like I could go on and on, but I think you guys get the point and the idea. So I'm going to just skip on to the next question. So another one is that I got is the thoughts on the four UF kids that tested positive for the coronavirus. So as you guys know, I go to the University of Florida and it has been made public news that four students tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, one of them I know is a dental student because I was also put on the news. I'm getting all my sources from our newspaper, The Independent Florida Alligator. And I believe he was a dental student who came back from spring break in Portugal. Now, when we had spring break, we had spring break two weeks ago. So at that point in time, I don't think it had come to the U.S. Or if it did, it was probably like one or two cases. So we didn't really know that it was going to affect us that way. So I, you know, don't necessarily condemn him for you know, going because at that time it wasn't as talked about and the media didn't have as much information. It just didn't seem like our problem, for lack of a better word, just because obviously everything that the world does is like our problem, but like it seemed more contained is what I should say. That's probably a better way of putting it. It was more contained like in there we didn't realize how far and how much this would have spread obviously two weeks later we are now out of school and in our home so I don't condone or like condemn him for that um obviously it was in the news that he wanted to put out a statement saying that he tested positive but the university would not let him until you know however many days or weeks later just so they could kind of make their own statement which again I agree with just for the sake of keeping everyone calm and putting out reputable and, you know, accurate information. But I appreciate that he wanted to let the public know as soon as he realized. But that that just goes into more of an ethics, news ethics and information ethics side of things that I'm not as knowledgeable about. But, um, you know, <laughs> I just don't really have much else to say to that because I feel like it could be any university that you know, gets these people. We had a case already with an elderly woman in Alachua County before we got word of these four students. And, you know, just because of the time that our spring break was at, we didn't understand the full capacity of the virus. And so, you know, that's kind of just what happens when you go places that are more at risk and you come home and you don't know that you have it and you interact with people. So that's why it's an example of why staying in and quarantining yourself and not going to these, you know, $35 flights to wherever, you know, and coming back and interacting with people. Like, that's why we don't do that now. So, you know, that's pretty much all I have to say for that. Um, it just, you know, don't travel now. Obviously, you know, it was just really bad timing and I'm obviously praying about those four students and since they're more of a college demographic I'm hoping that their immune system treats them well obviously I don't know you know each of them personally so I who knows if they struggle with something you know physically but I mean that's all I really have to say about that I just hope that they get better and 
are wise about their decisions from here on out. So, yeah. Um, the last one on this first page is the importance of tech during quarantine for all ages, pros and cons. Um, so I kind of touched on this a bit earlier with staying productive mentally and physically at home. And I will kind of say it again. I think now technology is the thing that is saving us. Um, on one end, I'm speaking on the pros right now. So I think since we have the technology to get accessible information about, you know, the coronavirus, up-to-date information, like as soon as it comes out, we can consume it, which is great because it gives us everything we need to know about how we go forward from here and any updates about the school system and emails that we're getting from our universities about everything. Like, obviously, I think it's the best thing we could have right now and it's the only thing keeping us connected to the outside world. Now, there's a certain point where I think, you know, it's okay to put the phone down. You know, if you're consuming too much media and you're starting to feel anxious or sick over it, I would suggest to, you know, take a 30-minute hour breather, however long you need, because your mental health is most important at this time. And, you know, the news can wait as long as you're inside practicing safe distance. Like, that's all you need to be doing. So yeah, just making sure you're putting your mindset first, like that's what I would suggest. Everything, you know, in small doses, if you feel overwhelmed, just, you know, put the phone down for a couple minutes and just kind of recenter yourself, you know, pray a little bit, um, do whatever it is, put on a face mask, just kind of take five minutes for yourself to kind of center yourself back. And then if you feel ready to check up on what's going on, check up on a family member, then do so as you see fit. I think everyone's kind of on a case by case and individual basis. I know I was listening for the radio like for a very long time and I started getting nervous, so I had to shut it off. And you just scroll, you can scroll through so many BuzzFeed articles and Twitter posts and people on Instagram you know, reposting to the stories, and it gets overwhelming. So you just have to know when to put the phone down and just take a break. For little kids specifically, I can speak on this because I have a younger brother, and I know, obviously, the importance of, you know, balancing technology in a kid's life with, you know, going outside and playing and interacting with kids. Now, obviously, that last part cannot happen anymore, and especially with my brother because he cannot be you know, he's been immunocompromised before, so it's not really in best interest for him to be out at the park playing with a bunch of kids, um, as would anyone, you know, right now. But I think, you know, doing as much as you can to help your kids get educated on the topic. I know there's been a video going around where you do, like, you put the pepper flakes in the water and then you put your hand in the soap and you, that's like a little demonstration of how you know, soap repels germs. I think that's a good thing to show them if you can educate them um, on the topic without scaring them. I think that's even better. And, you know, maybe let them watch a movie. Let them watch a TV show. See if they can be on FaceTime with their friends. I think, again, technology is such a wonderful thing, especially now, to stay connected with their friends who they can only talk to on a playground or in a classroom. Um, it just, obviously, the parent has to determine that. I am by no means a parent <laughs> at all, so I can't tell 
you know, what your kid needs, but it just, it's really a case-by-case basis. I think everyone knows what's best for themselves, and I think parents know what's best for their child, especially right now. Instincts kind of have to kick in a little bit, so yeah, I will just let you do with that what you will. One last question um, that I got submitted to me is kind of along the same lines as a question I answered earlier about the productivity at home, but um, it's more about like my hobbies and habits that I've been um, building and how to build a healthy routine. I think, again, visualizing your week if you have a planner to make your time look like it's being used in the right way, even if it's literally just taking a shower and getting dressed. Like Something to check off your list is extremely important because I think that improves you know, your mentality of being productive. For me personally, I love waking up. I love making myself a cup of coffee. Like that to me is just as cheesy as it sounds. It's like something I have checked off my to-do list and now I'm drinking a cup full of vitamin C water. So, you know, add that on the list, whatever works best for you. Um, I just look on my planner, see the things I have to get done today. I, what I did um, at the beginning of the semester, I looked at all my syllabi and I put down every single assignment for every class in my planner so like I can know what my weeks and months looked like ahead of time. So all of that is still there. So it's pretty much obviously, you know, if your school or class has adjusted its schedule, adjust it as such. But I can look and be like, oh, like I know I still have X, Y, and Z to do in this amount of time. Like I could start getting ahead on that. Or, you know, I had this question I wanted to ask my teacher, like let me send them a quick email to, you know, kind of mimic a classroom setting I guess something I love doing for me personally is just creating like I absolutely love making graphics I love editing pictures especially now that I'm in um, I have these brand projects and deals that I'm working with like it gave me the chance to you know do photo shoots and set up like you know a concept to take pictures with and I love seeing people's content on Instagram and I mean if you're inside of course um unless it's been you know done earlier then you know it's fine but yeah I mean just strengthening my own abilities I just applied for a bunch of different ambassador programs so we'll see fingers crossed try not to get my hopes up um but just trying to do business as usual I love making graphics I love editing pictures I love taking pictures and creating online digital media content that's my ish so yeah I just continue to do that and that makes me happy so if you have like you know your thing do it just do it that's I mean trying to be as normal as possible with the situation we have is probably the best that we can do and it's the best that you can do for you I think that pretty much kind of wraps up this segment the best that I can and I think I'm pretty much out of things to talk of right now. You know, I'm just here doing online school, trying my best to stay healthy and away from other people. Um, if you want me to send you a letter, you know, reach out. Um, I hope you guys have made it this far. I know with everything going on, you probably didn't want to hear more, but I also tried to put a positive spin on it and an informative spin. You know, you guys can do this. We can, you know, I think... Even though things might be a little bit crazy right now, if we just keep in mind the things that we need to do, we'll be fine. You know, like, be generous, be kind, be gentle, be understanding, be, you know, a good citizen morally. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, 
we're kind of all in this together. You know, a virus doesn't discriminate based on who you are, what you look like, how much money you have, where you work, any of that. So we're truly like everyone in the world, no matter what language you speak, like we are all in this together. So just do the best and that's all we can really hope for and just keep on praying. So after all that, I want to leave you guys off of the, a little hint of honey, which is my tip or encouraging quote. And this one, obviously, you guys have probably seen. It's been circling around a lot on Instagram. Um, and it's by Laura Kelly Finucci. I think that's how you pronounce it. If not, please feel free to correct me. And it says, when this is over, may we never again take for granted a handshake with a stranger, full shells at a store, conversations with neighbors, a crowded theater, Friday night out, the taste of communication, a routine checkup, the school rush each morning, coffee with a friend, the stadium roaring, each deep breath, a boring Tuesday, life itself. When this ends, may we find that we have become more like the people we wanted to be, we were called to be, we hope to be, and may we stay that way, better for each other because of the worst. So I will leave you guys off on that. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please, please, please leave a comment. Send in an audio note. Um, if you have anything to, positive, like please send them my way and I will put them out. I'm wishing you guys all the best. And just keep doing what you're doing if you're doing it right. And I love you. That's it. And stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Thank you.